Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. bosses give clear instructions to their people. It can be frustrating to try and work for and please someone whose expectations aren't clear. But good bosses understand that it's up to them to make sure their people know what's expected of them so that they can carry it out. It also means that the workers are without excuse when they fall short of the boss's expectations when they're made clear. For the last number of days of the verses we've looked at, Jesus has been giving us clear expectations and clear instructions for how we are to conduct ourselves as we wait for his return. Matthew chapter 24 verses 45 through 51 says, Who then is the wise and faithful servant, whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, my master is staying away a long time. And he then begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So after much time giving clear instruction and clear exposition on the end times and on his return, here Jesus flips back into parable mode, using a story to unpack more about his return for us. In the time that we're currently living in, Jesus has left us with instructions, just like a master who goes away and leaves instructions for a servant. There is a way that the servant is supposed to be living, and that is true of us as well. It will be good for the servant to be found doing what they're supposed to be doing when the master comes back. The master will put the servant in charge of all the master's possessions, which is probably a bit of an exaggeration, but it's a way of saying that there will be reward involved for those who are faithful. But, Jesus says, suppose the servant says, my master is staying away a long time. When it comes to the second coming, it's very easy for us to feel like it's just never going to come. It's been 2,000 years. Our master, indeed, is a long time coming. But if the servant gets complacent and mistreats his fellow servants and falls into sin, it's not going to go well when the master does come back. Because in essence, the servant really didn't have the faith to believe in his master, because his life reflected that there was no fear of his master's return or of the consequences of the servant's actions. When the master does finally come home, which will be at an unexpected time, Jesus notes, just like the coming of Christ, such a servant will be punished severely and cast out into the place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is hellfire language when Jesus typically uses it. If we are not living for Christ's return, then it seems possible that our salvation may be in jeopardy, as true faith in Christ means actively living for him as we wait for him to return. Today, take some more time to actively reflect on these things. Are you ready and living as if he might come back at any unexpected time? What does this parable speak to you today, and what does it call you to change in your life? 